1: Nebraska preps post game with Damon Benning and Jacob Padilla. I'm
2: back another week with my guy Jacob Padilla. This is Nebraska preps post game.
1: JP, how are you, buddy? Good. Pretty good weekend. Um, I know went well for, uh, for your team as well, though you're home uh, having to follow along on the stream. I'm sure that was difficult for you.
2: Yeah, so uh, I think we've agreed that baller tv is not very good at what they do but for the championships um three ssb circuit took the feed so you know the cool thing is i got to watch a lot of different teams right i had a lot of views left um (laughs) with the package and so you know i'm just i'm just watching uh a lot of good basketball um with the 15 16s uh and and 17s who kind of surprised merely getting off to a to a, a a decent start but they just don't have the depth yeah. and and the numbers right i mean they're basically playing with seven and it just gets hard for those 17s
1: yeah let's start off with uh, those 16s though because uh they showed they are officially too good for the Adidas Gold Gauntlet
2: yeah they ran through that gauntlet pretty good and and we were at the their one loss that we saw uh in Kansas City against Howard Pulley and I think we both agree. I don't want to put words in your mouth. They had, for all intents and purposes, should have won that game. Yeah, they. Uh, that that Poley, second half,
1: do you remember that? Pulley hit some tough threes down the stretch. and Well, the game went. ETG just went ice cold. Yeah. Like, they could not hit a three in the second half, and they got some good looks. And um, But, I mean, that's a good Howard Pulley team. They, they had the lead for much of that game and just kind of. Uh, let him hit some shots down the stretch yeah the the, the, the game
2: the tough three at the yeah. end was from 28 Freytag, yeah, yeah free tag got it and yeah. you're thinking wow <laughs> you got to tip your cap he had the little step up back in yeah. case in i looking at you and you're looking at me and your brother's probably like oh yeah. you know you got to probably make some <laughs> shots in the second half yeah. that was their last loss oh really wow. yeah. so um, since then, they have been fantastic. They were way good. Got off to a little bit of a slow start uh, in, in South Carolina. But I think the difference for them versus other teams is they guard. Uh, their ability to defend and get stops and turn you over is is uncanny no that first (laughs) hand unfortunately (laughs) right Um, you're 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 just humming right along you're taking good care of the ball
1: and then when the turnovers hit Mm -hmm. they make you pay oh and whether it's the threes or just the athleticism they're so tough to stop in the open court so if they do get a numbers advantage it's a bucket every time yeah um and again they'll run for threes they'll run for layups depends on kind of where the how the four is situated but yeah, it's it's a re- it's a really well balanced team. You got a lot of different guys that could um step up points wise, defense wise. um Again, like there there are times where Jaden Jackson is by far the best player out there offensively, and then there are other times where he, he's barely scoring. And you got Caleb Benning leading the way. You've got Alex Wilcox, and now coming off the bench, giving them another start. Like. You've got so many different guys that that can hurt you.
2: Yeah, Wilcoxon may be my favorite non-Benning on, <laughs> on that team now that C.J. Mitchell isn't playing. You know, I, I uh, he just his ability to fit in and do a lot of the dirty work. He's tough. He's extremely hard nosed. I think he's now accustomed. It sounds funny, but you'll get it. He sh- he make open shots. <laughs> I think he's used to getting. Tougher shots, the yeah. degree, the degree of difficulty. Sometimes I think he's a little more open than he thinks.
1: And that was the one of the more impressive parts of what he did for that Adidas Gold team Made was to, yeah. uh, at a certain point teams realized like, all right, we got to guard this kid, and he's still pulling from four feet behind the line, yeah. quick trigger against a closeout, and he's still getting off eight, ten threes a game and hitting them at 40 50 percent.
2: My favorite thing this weekend is he gives you, um, I don't, you know, he's not gonna. He's not gonna blow by you. He's not gonna be extra fancy with with his handle, but he doesn't turn the ball over. So he gives you, he can relieve some pressure because you know Caleb handles the ball so much for them offensively, and he's a two-way guy, right? So he's not
1: getting arrested. You're, gonna, point, you're yeah. gonna,
2: yeah, you're gonna get out and and uh, he is fit in nicely. I there were times Aiden Zickman shot the ball really well. Jaden Jackson. Um shows you flashes. I see the thing, and we've talked about this with Jaden, is he has the ability to be an elite level defender. Uh he he just has to want to. He's got the good long arms, he's very instinctive, he has amazing hands. Yeah, yeah. I I joke with his dad, you know, and you know, if he was tough, he'd be playing football. He okay. uh, he can high point a ball,
1: he can go get it. It's what makes him a good offensive rebounder. That's the thing that like impressed me the most like last summer watching him at the 15U level, because I I known about him i knew shooter obviously that's kind of the repetition coming in i didn't realize like he uh athletic and length. he got so many like steals and blocks and rebounds while i was watching it's like oh wow he can he, he's more than just a shooter
2: i have very long arms and he he anticipates really really well you know in the championship against um power not powerhouse uh power circle it was a physical strong backcourt and so they dealt they dealt ETG some fits in the first half with kind of how they got after them in terms of touching and clutching and, and getting downhill. Uh, ETG didn't play particularly well in the first half. I, It was kind of late. I think Monster had 12 at the half and and Jaden Jackson had 11 at the half and their shooting kind of kept a minute. But uh, ETG defensively found a way to get to get a ton of stops. I felt like you mentioned Caleb he had a he had a really good weekend. Uh he was strong controlling both ends of the floor. He was he's able to get downhill. You talked about you know, he's all of a sudden gotten a lot more crafty around the 10 in terms of finishing instead of, you know, getting on the deck and you know, lowering shoulders. He's he's kind of been in his bag a lot more in terms of He's he's kind of back to the the younger version of how he used to play before he started to grow and got a football <laughs> body, right? So, um, they you're right though. They're they're depth and they're doing all of this without
1: one of their best players in C.J. Mitchell. That's the most impressive part. Like any time a team loses arguably their best player, like C.J. is very much that guy. Depend again, they could be a different guy every game, but he's consistently he one of the best players on the team and one of the most important players with the role he plays. And to lose a player of that caliber a couple of weeks into the the, the spring and still be able to do what they've done um, speaks to just everybody that's left with Wilcox and stepping up and filling in um, the way it's come together and uh, adjusting quickly and just how good that team is. <laughs> not, not many teams can lose a player of that caliber and keep on rolling, and that's what they've done.
2: Yeah, and to that point, I think, you know, I was talking about what those guys Jaden and, and Neil had at the half. I think Neil finished with. Thirteen or fourteen he had one bucket in the second half, and Jaden Jackson only had five in the second half because he finished with sixteen. And you're thinking, well, they're going to be in trouble, but you know they got fourteen from from Caleb. Um, they got you know seven from Will Coxon. Just the balance. Aiden Zickman had a couple key threes during the the run. You talked about how they'll run and attack the rim on runouts, or they can run and get to the three point line. They're really really good because they collapse you defensively. Right they make you <laughs> commit, and then they have so many good
1: shooters it's it's kind of it's it's a it is a handful to stop, yeah, so they've swept through the adidas gold, did not lose uh, a single week, uh the trophy uh, at the end of the weekend here, so congrats to them um you mentioned you got to see the seventeen sixteens a little bit you want, want to touch on or seventeens and fifteens yeah right?
2: so the so with those guys and the, fi- the I think the fifteens are interesting, and I'll start with them just because the young guys athletically and in basketball wise they're capable right they have to figure out and it's a little late right you've you're second to last week in july and you can you can speak to this a little bit i think understanding their roles is the thing for those guys because they kind of have all the pieces they've got good length you know with odd and shoal and and so they can give you some good size. They can go small where they play, you know, a mirror like the four. I mean, that's 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 a tough matchup because he stretches you because he's such a good shooter. You know, Sam is doing his thing, and and you got Reese and and, and BJ. They have a lot of they have a lot of weapons. They have got to figure out how they need to to kind of mesh with each other.
1: But that's that's a talented team to have gone five hundred. Yeah, and I, like you said, there' a lot of pieces there. I think guys are still kind of. I mean, F fifteen. The and they played tough competition.
2: Um, I, I felt like relative to their age group of the three teams, they probably played the toughest competition. Um, you know, the seventeens kind of ran into a buzzsaw late, but you know, that team kind of is who they are, right? With with Milliken and Malljaw and Shots are falling,
1: they're gonna have a chance, they're gonna have a not, chance, and they're gonna struggle. Yeah, that's, and that's and that's I helpful. thought
2: and I thought Stuby shot the ball well early you know, cause he gives them a little bit different dimension because if he's scoring, you know, you can pencil them in for 12 or 14 that allows, you know, Milliken and, and, and mall jaw to kind of do what they do. You know, um, they don't have a lot of versatility in terms of how they're going to score the basketball though. Right. I mean, it's
1: going to be making jump shots for the most part. Yeah. If Farron and Stu, are going to get, uh, going to get looks, if they go down, then they'll have a chance. If they don't, then they're going to struggle to score. It's it's that simple. Um, uh, yeah. because, knocking down their shots they got to space it out then milken's got more room to work with inside um and thing about those guys they're going to take the shots yeah I mean, fair so farron is has- falling or not they're taking the shots. so fairness has got i didn't realize kind of
2: the volume of shots that he gets up for that team yeah. he's he probably has the first or second most field goal attempts oh, yeah.
1: i would guess yep for sure and in, in all the games i've seen like he he has a quick trigger so yeah. he can get it off any time. <laughs> uh, and I think he's really using this summer to, to work on that and to be able to hit the, the tough ones the the quick release the contested ones, trying to develop that part of his game. That's something I saw a little bit with uh price Sanford last year. Um, yeah. I, I felt like he made the game a, a little bit tougher than need to be at times with his yeah, shot selection for the, I would, I would say um, I would Adidas team last summer, um, CNN play with Waukee Northwest over the Creighton team camp though. Like, he was hitting all those shots that he was that he was taking last summer. Yeah, so. I watched
2: him at the showcase a couple of weeks ago at Staley High School in, in KC, and I thought Santaford was he was the best player on that team, and 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 they were tough. And you're right, when he just lets the game come to him, I mean he's he's pretty much a knockdown. So, you know the they made the announcement la- yesterday or over the weekend that the sixteens qualified for the three ssb championship yeah. so they're back on the okay. circuit right like, I,
1: I knew that was the plan the whole time you guys <laughs> wanted
2: to go out and, and earn your way up there that hence the name etg right like everything, everything the game. game they they knew that they kind of had to sit out um on on the uh the circuit and they were going to try to play their way in through the invite and they played their way <laughs> in through the invite so we'll see in a couple of weeks at seal beach uh when they're on the three ssb gauntlet it
1: sh- it should be highly highly competitive we'll see right where they're at and speaking of the three ssb worth mentioning the etg midwest girls 16 us went for and over the weekend Boy, they are tough there you know uh that's Brett prince's team obviously we wish a speedy recovery to kennedy williams um got a long rehab ahead of her but um uh that girl's tough she's she's gonna yeah. fight through it she'll, she'll be back uh, and that impacts three sports yeah. right i mean she's
2: soccer softball and yeah. basketball and uh know, kennedy moves, Ken, kennedy does everything yeah. uh with with the knee injury that she suffered sports can be cruel the tendency you know you respect the game and it 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 ultimately will will uh, respect you back
1: yeah and that those girls did not face much competition over there. They just cleaned up shop over yeah, there. They shoot it. Yeah. And congrats to Britt Brit Prince for um, the opportunity to compete in the all American camp there. Um, I think everybody around here knows she's one of the best players in the country and continuing to prove it. Yeah. No doubt about that.
0: I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom, a performance enhancing.
1: Indeed.com/match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So, um, so that's what you were focused on this weekend. I was back here um, over in Council Bluffs watching Midwest Live. Kind of, uh, it's going to be our last local tournament here for the my OSA team and um, the, the OSA lead teams in general. Um, and it, it was it was a good tournament. It was tough competition um, at the 17U the, the top pool that we were in. Um, brought down some good teams from Minnesota, uh, Minnesota rise, Minnesota comments. Um, both those teams were tough. Uh, comments went four and zero. rise went three and one, I believe. And then we went two and two and Supreme harms went two and two both. Um, well, you guys don't lose two on the weekend very often. No, that's yeah. That, 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 and we just didn't come out ready to play that, that first night. Uh, but then in seeing that Minnesota rise team play throughout the weekend, Wasn't quite as I I I was more impressed with them than I was disappointed after uh, Mm. coming as I was Friday night. We just couldn't find a way to score. Same thing in the the Minnesota Comets loss on Saturday afternoon. We scored 44 points, and that's just not what we do. So we lost 48-44. Both those games we were down double figures. Got it down to one possession. Um, We had a chance to, to to shoot to tie or go for the lead. Ended up going for a three and missing it um and then they hit free throws lost by four so but we gave ourselves a chance in both those games and then the last weekend of the game uh it's supreme harms against us and they they beat us by 10 back in the spring in the first midwest live um and so we were looking forward to that opportunity and um got them back 172 61 and that's with missing 13 free throws Mm -hmm. um it it was a really physical game in the first half uh, anthony harms and i were looking at each other like talking like These guys won't (laughs) call anything. And then in the second half, like these get beating each other up. Like it was getting really physical. Um, Heck, I just gave guys off Monday practice. Like we're we're good. We don't need to uh, get right back on the court. But um, the second half, they started to call it uh, a little bit more normal and ended up with 45 fouls called. And again, it could have been another 15 easily in the first half. Uh, So it was a really physical game. That doesn't seem to fit your guy's style. Well, uh, it's, I, I think, both guys, again, Nebraska versus Nebraska. A lot of these guys know each other. I've got a Lincoln kid on my team. The guys were going at each other, and that's really what it came down to. We, we were able to, um, despite the physicality, we were able to play our game and play at our pace, and we defended well. Wade Voss is tough. Um, oh, yeah. he, he had 14 on us, and um, at, at basically any time he got in position to score, he, he did. Um, Was I he giving you the full compliment? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> not we did a much better job of keeping him off his spots this game than last time he had 25 on us the first time we played held him to 14 this time kevin brown did a great job of battling him for position and not giving up easy we did some good switches um against their flex action to, to deny that which uh, they killed us on last weekend so good adjustments by my guys um and we had really balanced production we had max uh nozzle and, and luke davis my point guards 11 apiece, uh kind of we did a good job of spreading the ball around and, and attacking uh, s- some mismatches and getting to the rim. And then Evan Warner uh, finished with 17, let us 9-9 uh, nine nine from the free-throw line. He was the one guy that was knocking him down. Hit a couple of threes. Uh, Zach Grandin at eight. Uh, hit a big three late dagger that kind of sealed it. Um, <laughs> how, how just about, up and down Zach, the lineup.
2: How about Grandinette's offensive versatility? Well, he gets buckets. <laughs>
1: our win on Saturday morning, uh, he scored 16 of our first 17 points. Uh, just hitting threes, getting to the rim, getting the free throw line, he finished with 25 in that game. Uh, he had a 25 point game the previous in the first week of July as well. Like, and he gets on a roll and, and thing like scored 25 in both those games took 13 in the first shots in the first game, 12 in the second. So like, I mean, if, like, if I had like seven, eight guys that kept them out there, like we could roll, he could easily uh, have topped 30 points, but we didn't really need it. He, uh, um, we, we got enough depth and uh, we were in control of that game. So I didn't need to, like force feed him from shots but like he um when he gets going he's tough to stop he can score at all three levels so th- that was a really good win for my team um and again it was contributions up and down the lineup at each time i put in i i go a lot of five and five out and each time i put in the, the next group they made a push and mm-hmm. they made they made some big plays that able mm-hmm. were able to um kind of help us get to that win
2: I, I thought your depth really helped you against uh etg the 16s right you showed because it's easy to get your backcourt worn down, but you have multiple guys that can handle the ball. Yeah. And I mean, you even sat a couple guys early for a while. Yeah. That I mean, maybe you weren't happy with. I don't. We didn't get into all that. I just noticed oh, he's sitting next to JP for a while. He must not be too happy because you're not afraid to sub liberally.
1: And it was good to get Connor Hamilton back um, who got out of, <laughs> got out of his boot, like the day before practice or the day of our practice last week um, and showed no ill signs this weekend. He had eight points in that Supreme game and some really good takes uh, some important minutes there. Um, and he's a kid that came over from the Supreme organization last year. So I know that one meant a little something to him. So uh, overall, I mean, that's what we wanted. We wanted to be in good competitive games. Two and two is not the record that we wanted, but we got to experience late game um, having to execute and battle back. So good weekend for us. Um Supreme, like I said, they went two and two. Um They beat OSA Adidas Gold um, and they lost to that same rise team that beat us. Um, and then they destroyed an all-Missouri attack team. The 65-28, I think, was their mm. first game of the weekend. I did not see that team at all. So, But um, that was kind of the, the recap from the, the, the top division. Uh, pool B, I got to see Nebraska select Central. Um, and Clayton Moore is kind of the lead guy on that team from Mullen. Uh, he had a really good junior season. Uh, and he's an impressive player, just kind of all around. Can score, um, really good What's passer. What's his real size? He's a legit, um, six, three, six, four. Like okay. he's long. He, um, he rebounded well, he's out there running the point. Like he's an intriguing I know it's some D two coaches over there that were kind of following along, along with some NAI coaches. Um, and so he, he played well kind of stuffed the stat sheet. Um, Evan Humphrey from McCook can shoot the ball, uh, for that team. And they had Braden power kind of an undersized forward playing up. He's a 2024 20 kid from Hastings. Um, uh, Coach Danielson is running the, sh- uh, is, is coaching that team. Um, and, and then Supreme Thaven in that same pool, they went three and one with, uh, Ben Dak, Justin Bolas. Good to see Justin kind of back after how was Ben got injury. He he did some interesting things. Um, I'm Wayne stated offered. He's been, uh, they were kind of falling around watching there. He had 13 in the second game. First game wasn't as much. Uh, I think he only had seven, but just so long and you just see the flashes there where, um, like, oh, that's really interest, interesting. I uh, can shoot the ball a little bit. Um, and Hayden Frank uh, from Malcolm is a, a guy that can get buckets for that team as well. Um, got to see Supreme Ahart as well. They went three and one. That's their third 17U team. Uh, saw Johnny Pughles from Lincoln Lutheran score 28 points, uh, hit five threes um, in a game. So um, that's, uh, that's a team that's, they've got some small school guys that uh, have played big roles for, for their team. So, um turn the page to 16s that in the top pool OSA Travis 4-0 um wins the pool goes undefeated on the weekend and they open the weekend with maybe their best win of the season at least that I've seen uh beat Supreme uh 75-60 and Carson Jones who had struggled last weekend couldn't get the ball to go down came out 20 points 7 to 12 shooting hit three threes um just hit some huge shots they really needed uh him to go off and he did and Cam Demoni 11 points Colin Comstack 11 points Dylan Clawson, eight points, 12 boards, three blocks, three assists, two steals. Clawson's
2: picking up where he left off.
1: They've, that was a really, really good team win. They had a lot of guys contribute in that one. And Supreme was a little shorthanded this weekend. Um, they went two and two. Um, but uh, the, their first one, 66-63 win over Adidas Gold, who was also shorthanded this weekend. Um, but Dane Jacobson pulled up three with 1.5 to go in a tie game. The only three they hit in the second half. The only three Dane attempted. Um, they only made two threes the whole game. But he pulls up for that for the game winner. Um, so, Jacobson had a pretty good weekend. Uh, Gunner Lime for that team from Bennington. This guy, he was on their second team last summer. Oh. And um, kept getting better. He played off the bench this year for Bennington. He'll start for them this season. Have a chance to be one of their better players. And dude just is such a good athlete. Is so athletic around the basket getting up got a good touch on that mid-range scored 23 against travis um he had uh 13 uh, against adidas gold he had 20 points in their loss to flight rose uh and then led him with 17 points uh and their win over uh iowa, southwest iowa impact um mentioned osa gold playing shorthanded uh they had six guys and jaden uh Cassio Jensen hurt his ankle. So really they had five and a half guys. Well, he's kind of had a hard
2: time staying healthy yeah. at times.
1: It's the ankle again. So Gotta keep him out of a boot. They had a tough, but they, they battled back from that Supreme loss and beat that flight Rose team that beat Supreme 86, 80. And, uh, Carter Mick had 30 points in that game. He there had 21 he against Supreme. Uh, Alec Wilkins had 25 in, in that flight Rose game. Like that was a really good win for them, especially shorthanded. um, OSA Beck and Pool B, they went two and two, but uh, I got to watch a game-winning free throw from Jack Goodwin, Millard North, Uh, pump fake, guy flew out, tried to get past him, ran into him, the official called it like he should have, and Mm. Goodwin went up there and knocked down the free throw. Um, Lance Gifford from North Platte is probably the best player on that Beck team. He's got a chance uh, to be really good. Um, And and then rounding out with the 15s, uh, OSA Gold had a good weekend, went three and one, Adidas Gold there. And I watched them 83 72 against Wichita Padres. They were down 27 to 11 and won 83 um, oh, 72. They really wow. turned that thing around. And Nixon Lagory from Auburn, dude. They're like, fam. He <laughs> 25 points, 9 and 17 shooting, 4 of 8 from 3. Why uh, wouldn't you have another good player at Auburn? Nine rebounds, four assists. And then Bernie Anderson. We talked about him too. Again, another big half. He had 23. So you got two guys going off for efficient. Uh, 20-plus points. Deacon Courtney from Ralston continuing good size there to to be a post presence. Um, And and then kind of the last game that uh, I'll touch on here is the Pool B in the 15U is OSA Beck beating uh, Supreme National 2. And Henry Houlihan from Omaha Scott went off for 26 points. Um, So those are some of the best performances of the weekend. Got to see a lot of teams, especially the Supreme teams, that I don't normally get to see. Got to see some uh, Nebraska Select. Um, and then I close out the weekend with a good win for my team. So overall, uh, pretty, pretty fun weekend here in, uh, in the Metro to kind of close out the local tournaments in July.
2: You stand local this
1: week? Uh, we are off this week. Yep. And I am in Kansas City, and then we'll close out the last weekend
2: in July. That's another week of Nebraska Prep's postgame. We try to get a lot and a little. That's my man, Jacob Padilla. I'm ODB. Don't you miss us next week.
1: Ahoda Media
2: Production.